0: I'm Stargate Pioneer from the Starling Tribune, a podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the one you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready, because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Hello, fellow unqualified gamers. Uh, You may know me as Jonathan. I am one of the two dynamic duos that hosts unqualified gamers, a video game podcast. I also host unqualified experts, a podcast where experts talk about everything that appears on our on our YouTube channel. And uh, you'll notice that I'm here by myself today. So uh, normally I podcast with a co-host, Cody, and um, really he's terrible. So this episode may in fact be the best episode that this show has ever created and i think i can say that pretty safely without hyperbole you know this is the first i'll be honest this is the first time i've ever done kind of a solo act um i think Keep in mind, we've done a lot of episodes of this show, so I don't, I may have done this before, but I don't really remember, Um, but this be my first time doing this alone, Um, and it's probably going to be kind of an abbreviated episode, because I don't have some annoying jerk taking up over half of the speaking time in our episode, which is what typically happens every time that we record. Um, If you don't know anything about us, we are a video game podcast uh, that talks about sometimes video games maybe infrequently talks about video games we don't talk about video games that much um instead we talk about basically everything else that is not video games i'm going to try to change that with this particular episode i'm going to try to keep it video pretty video game centric by starting with uh the normal thing that we start with what i did this weekend which really has nothing to do with video games uh so actually, we haven't recorded an episode in a couple of weeks, um, and that was because Cody had some family stuff he needed to take care of last week, uh, and I, you know, I, I didn't want to do a solo episode at that point, and he, and I have been very busy before, but he is still very busy, and so he requested that I do this solo venture, um, and last week, uh, I was in a city in the south of Minnesota, I live in Minnesota, and I was uh, I was in a city in the south of Minnesota for work. Uh, and I was I was in a hotel for a week. And it was kind of my first taste of hotel living. I haven't really done any hotel living before. And I realized that I am a terrible solo traveler when it comes to uh, traveling for, I don't know, anything. So I got put up at the Holiday Inn, which was a phenomenal hotel in Owatonna, Minnesota. They, uh, they had, I don't know, it was it was a place that had like a pool and a hot tub and a restaurant in the hotel and everything and that was all great and i you know i packed my my suitcase to uh to go um and i packed all of my clothes and stuff and everything that i would need for work and all of my all of my extracurricular activity type stuff you know i had my kindle in case i wanted to read any books uh, i had my ipad because i've been playing through final fantasy 6 on that um i had my laptop um because i would i was supposed to podcast with cody before that got canceled and i actually did another podcast later in the week uh when i did that unqualified experts podcast so i had all this stuff with me uh and that was all great and i brought it down there um and i got down there and it was 40 degrees outside like we had this crazy cold snap probably because i live in minnesota um and it it went from 70 degrees the week before to 40 degrees this week when i was in owatana and um I didn't pack a coat. I didn't think to pack a coat. Uh, I have done so little solo traveling that I didn't pack a coat. Not only did I not pack a coat, I didn't pack a sweatshirt or a casual long-sleeve shirt. The only long-sleeve shirts that I had were dress shirts. So what this meant was rather than be able to go out in the evening to someplace that was not my hotel... I basically was confined to my hotel because I was, I I did not have the necessary clothing to leave the hotel and keep in mind that like it was 40 degrees and the wind was blowing like 30 miles an hour for three days. So I, even, you know, I just, it was not a situation where I would want to go out of the hotel. Uh, so I got a lot of time with my hotel room. Uh, so that's one instance in how I did not pack correctly. The, The other instance is that, you know, I packed the, uh, the requisite number of underwear that I knew I would need. Uh, but of course I got, I ended up with like one pair of socks and I don't know how that happened. Um, Cause I swear I packed more than that, but it, I ended up with one pair of socks and I really needed probably more than one pair of socks. So anyway, I learned from this that like, I i think I know what I need on my next trip, but something tells me I'm going to screw it up the next time too. Cause I'm going to be traveling for work again. Um, so anyway, what that meant was that I was alone for a week. And like, normally that would mean, oh, you know, like I got, a, this would probably be a lot of really good video game time. Um, and I thought it was going to be, and, and well, it was, I mean, I, I can't say that it wasn't, but I didn't get done the things that I was, that I wanted to do. So if you've been listening to the podcast uh, for the past couple episodes, you know that I had this uh Feral urge To play through all of the Final Fantasy games again And I've been simultaneously playing through Final Fantasy 4 At home um, On my big screen TV Because it recently was released on Steam uh, And then I've been playing through Final Fantasy 6 On my iPad So I didn't have Final Fantasy 4 with me uh, Because that's on my, on my TV at home And for some reason Square hasn't figured out How to do cloud saving technology uh, Correctly and so their cloud saving does not work. Uh, or I should say they don't even have cloud save support with Final Fantasy 4 on Steam. Uh, and so my save exists solely on my PC here at home um, in my basement. Uh, but I did have my iPad with me. So I thought, oh, like this is the perfect opportunity for me to make some serious headway into Final Fantasy 6. Uh, I had just entered the World of Ruin, which is basically the second half slash two-thirds of the game so i had quite a bit of game left and um i'll be honest i've played through the first half of that game far more frequently and often than i have played through the second half so i was kind of excited because i was like i'm gonna do this i'm there's a lot of stuff that like i remember everything about it um but i just haven't done it as many times so it still feels like fun and fresh once i hit the world of ruin in that game that was my plan you know what they say about the best laid plans um cody ruins them is what they say. That's how the saying goes. Um, he did, in fact, ruin it. He is the ruiner. Actually, it wasn't his fault. So uh, Blizzard, another of my favorite gaming company, I'm on the record saying that, um, has a game called Diablo three. And if you look back at our history, we have talked about Diablo three. A thousand times, maybe a million times. In fact, at this point after this episode, Diablo 3 may have come up more frequently on our podcast than Final Fantasy 13 2. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but I think it may be true. I think we may I think I may have talked about Diablo 3 more frequently than we've talked about Final Fantasy 13 2. But anyway, Diablo 3 released uh, a new season. For their uh, for their for their game. Now seasons are I've talked about seasons before I talked about seasons the first time um, that they appeared in Diablo three that was probably episode I would I would guess around 50. Um, And what a season basically is, is it's a it's kind of like an online competitive leaderboard that they reset. So uh, there's a number of achievements in the game, and the season tracks, the the way the seasons work are you get the most achievement points that you can in the season, and then the leaders are on the leaderboard for all eternity, and then they reset the the ladder, and you start with a new season the next time. The reason why it is uh, beneficial to participate in seasons is because you get access to the possibility of loot that you've never seen before dropping. It only drops during that season, it will then drop in the regular game after the season is done, but like... During the season when the season of Diablo 3 is underway, you can only get the seasonal gear by playing a seasonal character, which you have to start from level 1 and basically level up to the maximum level all the way from the start and like that's just how the, that's how that works. So I and I participated in season 1, not in season 2, and so I thought, okay, well season 3 just got released on like this Monday when I first got to uh, to Owatana, I am going to you know like I can run Diablo three on my crappy laptop, which is awesome. Um, it runs really poorly, but I'm gonna try to run it anyway. Uh, and it 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 still runs. It just runs at like I don't know 20, maybe like twenty frames a second. So it's not the ideal way to play the game, uh, but it's okay. Uh, and so I I jumped in and I started a new character. Um, And I started a Witch Doctor, which is this character that I've been playing. I've been playing Witch Doctors in that game since the start of the game. That's by far my favorite character class. Um, And I I started playing. But right before I made the character, I was like, you know what I have never done in Diablo 2 or Diablo 3? I have never made a hardcore character. So I think that for this season, I am going to try making a hardcore character. Now, if you're unfamiliar with the way the hardcore characters work in Diablo... It means you have one life. In the traditional uh, traditional sense of Diablo, um, you you can die as many times as you want. And basically, when you die, your equipment takes a durability hit, um, and then that requires more money to repair, and that's it. You go on your merry way after you you resurrect. Uh, In hardcore, you can spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours leveling your character, uh, only to have it all of that work completely disappear the moment that you die. So there's a, then there's literally no reason to make it a hard, like there's no reason to make it a hardcore character other than there's some, there's like some added excitement, I guess for having a, a single death and only a single death for your character. So I said, I've never done this. Um, I don't, I'll probably only be playing Diablo three while I'm here in Owatonna. Uh, I expect that I will probably be dead by the time I leave, where I met because I was I was there from Monday night through Friday afternoon. Um, and so I was like, I'll probably play this game enough to where I will be dead uh, by the time I go home and I won't have to think about this character again. So, um, I'm playing the game and I'm doing my thing and I, I level my character from one to 70, which is the maximum level. And I do that in like one and a half nights, which is about the speed at which I think that, that they have kind of designed it for now. If you're just mainlining the game and, uh, you know, with the way that the difficulty in that game is tuned, you can choose from, I don't know, like 15 different difficulties total. And I was playing on the lowest difficulty, uh, actually the second lowest difficulty, which is hard. I was playing on hard, um, and it I, you know uh, through my journey all the way to level seventy, I was getting equipment drops, and I was constantly changing out my equipment and getting more powerful stuff. And I never felt for those first seventy levels, I never felt one bit of of danger. I, I didn't. I didn't. It never felt like my character was in danger of dying the entire time, which was. Um, I don't know, I think it was a little anticlimactic. It was a little antithetical, maybe, to the idea of the hardcore character. So uh, I got all the way to level 70, and I um, I had a bunch of these rift stones, which are these stones that you use to open open uh, rifts in the game, which are these, um, they're just like a randomly generated dungeon that you have to kill enough monsters in to generate like a, a giant boss. And you kill the boss, and you have a better chance at loot than in any other part of the game. Is the way that a rift works. So I had been I had been gathering these shards on my journey to level 70 with the intention of just running rifts. Because it's a randomly generated thing, it's like kind of always fresh. It's got a completely different assortment of enemies every time you go in and a completely different tile set. So it's it's kind of where the where the end game of that game is right now, or in these rifts. So I said I am going to. Uh, just run rifts at level 70 and I had, you know, 50 to 60 stones that I could use. It takes one stone to open a rift. I had a, I had a lot of stones to open rifts. I could run them for a very long time. And so I jumped in and I jumped in on hard again and I, I ran through a couple riffs rifts and I got some good pieces of gear. I got some, uh, some epic, epic level gear in that, uh, I, I'm talking about Diablo three right now. Um, I, I got some epic level gear when I was running through these rifts, um, and uh and that was all that was all great and so you know i got a little i got a little confident and i was like all right so i've got this hardcore character now now i've got some uh i've got some upper some upper level gear i'm gonna try bumping up the difficulty a bit and like i said there's so there's not 15 difficulties there's six of the highest difficulty and then like four difficulties under that there's like 10 different difficulties we'll rank them one to 10 so i'm playing on two right now right uh and keep in mind, I like I die once, and I my character is gone forever. Um, so I, I bump the difficulty up to like level four, and I run a couple more riffs. And and keep in mind, like I have literally not gone below like half health by this point in in playing the game. And so I jump up to difficulty four, and I've got all this new gear, and uh, I'm still not I'm still not in any danger at all. So. Um, I'm playing, and I run a couple of riffs at like difficulty four, and uh, I don't. I, I get some more like epic epic drops. I don't have any difficulty clearing anything, um, and so my character becomes even more powerful this way. and And I'm like, well, I'm like, I've got like a lot of really good gear now. I mean, I had like epic epic quality gear in every slot for my character. Um, I had the start of some sets, like I like there are sets in the game where if you have multiple equipment of these sets of equipment, it grants you like these extra ultimate bonuses that are super awesome. Um, and so I had like a couple of pieces of of sets that were generating even more power for my character. And I said, "Well, I'm, I mean, if four is not giving me difficulty, I'm going to jump the the difficulty up to six. Now, keep in mind, this is just hubris. Now, like, there's no, I'm all, I'm getting great gear from the difficulty level that I'm at. My character is still progressing relatively rapidly. There's, there's no reason for me to bump the difficulty up to level 6. Um, but I do because, you know, uh, I'm awesome. And so I, uh, I keep playing the game and uh, I'm playing at level 6. And now, like, the rift is actually starting to become a little more challenging. Um, I... I'm never really in, I guess, in danger. I would say I'm never really in danger of dying, but uh, I do. There are some scares. I have to kind of have some fancy feet on my character a little more. You definitely have to, like, worry about the stuff on the ground at that difficulty, um, and you gotta, like, stay out of it. So I, you know, I have to play a little harder. Um, and it's all, it's, it makes the game more fun. And there is, like, there is certainly. And this is not something I had experienced before because I never rolled a hardcore character, but there is there is a definite level of tension when you are playing a character where you have one life. Like I would get down to like a quarter health and like there's this there's this red border effect that it appears on the screen and um, you know oftentimes you can't you can't Be looking at the health and the health bar like the entire time that you're playing. You have to be looking at what's on screen, and so like that red border indicator may be your last indicator that you're going about to die. And so you know, I have this one life. The red the red border comes up, and I'm like, "Holy shit! I got to get out of here." And so you you know, I would use an ability, I'd run away, and I'd run away away from all of the enemies, and I'd hang out for a couple of seconds, regenerate, do whatever until I was ready to jump back in again. So there was like a definite there was a definite tension that was created from from rolling a hardcore character. And like I said, I'd never done this before. So it was the first time I'd ever kind of got to experience that with Diablo. And so uh, that's going well. I clear some more rifts that way. I'm having I'm having a lot of fun at this point with it. Um, and uh, and so all of that is fun. Um, I get even more powerful equipment in the game. Um, so now my character's like like beefed up. Like I've got four of six pieces for this one set of equipment. Um I've got two pieces for another set of equipment. So I've got bonuses based on those. I've got a pretty good weapon, which is like the most important, arguably the most important piece of all of your equipment. Um and so I'm like I'm like ready. Like I'm I'm rocking. Um you can't really bump it up to the highest difficulty and I know this just from experience until you're basically totally decked out. Uh but I bump it up to like eight. Um and I jump back into the game. And again, keep in mind, like I said, I am progressing quickly and easily. There is no reason for me to bump up the game's difficulty even more other than me being an arrogant asshole. So, uh, I keep playing the game and, um, now I, I have this passive ability on my character that keeps me from dying once. Like, I can go to zero health and then it, it, like, pops this ability and, and i'm invulnerable for 3 seconds and then uh, i have 2 minutes again before the ability can be used again. So like if i basically i have i technically have like two lives, right? I've got this one life and then i have 3 seconds of invulnerability to like get the hell out of there and then i i i have my second life. So um i'm playing and this ability is starting to get get popped because i'm i'm fighting i'm fighting hard enough enemies to where they will actually like kill me that first time. And what I will do, like a chicken shit, I will, uh, this ability will pop, and I will run away, and I will, like, disappear from the area. I will run out of the area completely. I will just wait around for two minutes until this ability comes back up again, and then I will jump back into the area in which I was fighting enemies. Because, like, I, I fear for my character without this cushion of this extra life ability that I have on. Um... And this happens a couple of times, uh, but I'm still managing to clear some rifts, and all that's great. Um, and keep in mind, this is over the course of, like, four days. Like, this isn't me in one city, and this is, like, me over over a couple of days. So I'll, like, come back to the game the next day, and I'll be like, I'm I'm going to try a little harder. That was kind of when I was bumping the difficulty up. So uh, it's it's one morning. It's, like, Friday morning. It's the day I'm going to leave. And I don't have to leave, you know, to to get to work until like seven forty-five, and I'm up at six because I also sleep like garbage when I'm by myself. And you know, like I, like I said, I don't travel well by myself. I'm in a hotel by myself. I don't sleep well. I'm used to having my wife next to me, so um, I just slept like crap. So I was up at six. I don't have to leave till seven forty-five. I'm like, well, I'm gonna get in some, uh, I'm gonna get in some Diablo. So I, I turn on the TV and I turn on the news and. um... I uh, I turn on Diablo, and I'm playing, and I start a rift, and uh, everything's going it's going okay. I end up drawing like the worst. So, like I said, you randomly spawn these different enemies when you first enter a rift, and I spawned like the worst possible enemy group that you can get. There are these there are these angels, right? That like that like basically beeline for you. They make a they make a dash for you. The dash does damage to you. They knock you back with their ability. Um, and basically, if you have any stuff in front of you, like I had a bunch of pets in front of me, they can just run right through that line of pets to get right to you. So basically, my entire strategy was for naught against them. I would have to kind of run away and kite them back and forth. So uh, they required an intense amount of concentration to the game. Uh, and so I'm playing, and I get into this, like, second tile set... And, uh, these stupid fallen angels are appearing everywhere and I'm, and I'm fighting them and my pets are going crazy and killing everything. And, um, my, that one ability gets popped where I die once, but I get invulnerable and I don't leave the level right away. Like I've been doing because I'm, I've got my ear to the news. Um, so I'm like listening to what's going on there and I'm just like, I'll be fine. I'll just like run away and, and we'll be, we'll be totally fine. And so, um, I, uh, I turn back and uh, I'm back up alive after that three seconds of invulnerability, and I, and I run back, and uh, I'm at full health again, and my pets are killing everything, and I, um, and then I hear, like, some, some sort of important story on the news, and I turn to it, and I'm like, what the heck is that? And there's, you know, some inflammatory picture on the TV. And literally in, like, the two seconds that I look over to the TV, and I look back to my computer screen, my character is dead. And basically what had happened was an elite pack had run up from off of the screen that I hadn't seen because I was kiting this giant Cursed Angel thing away. This elite pack, which is like the hardest enemies you will fight in these rifts, had run in from the side that I hadn't seen. They had some horrible abilities that just instantly killed me. So that was the horrendous way that my first hardcore character was deceased. It wasn't due to... Like, me saying, all right, I'm, like, ready to fight this really hard boss that I don't know if I'm going to kill, but I'm going to go for it. And I'm going to, like, go out in this blaze of glory if I'm going to die. No. It was me turning towards, like, CNN because they had some, like, earthquake picture picture or something. And the turning back and being like, oh, well, I'm dead. That was fun. So I, I looked and it was like... 20 hours of playtime on this character. I put, like, 20 hours of playtime in this character in five days. Now, keep in mind that, like, Diablo 3, seriously, one of, like, my favorite games. Like, I absolutely love that game. Uh, and I've played it multiple, multiple, multiple times through on many different character classes. So, um, it, you know, it, like, I'm willing to go back to it again. That's not a big deal. Uh, But it was just, like, It was the most infuriating and anticlimactic way to end my first hardcore character. Like, there's a boss at the end of the game uh, who's really difficult, even on, like, the lower difficulties, who, like, I would understand if I decided it was time to go take on that boss for the first time in in hardcore mode, and I did it, and I, I picked the wrong difficulty, and that was the way I died. But no, it was this stupid elite pack from me watching, like, Fox News or something. So, um, I don't think I will do another hardcore character. I think that was my first one and my only one. Uh, just because of the intense amount of concentration that it takes. Also keep in mind that, like, the, the game is online always. So Diablo 3, you always have to have inter- an internet connection. If there's any kind of lag or anything, your character can die from that. And I was on, like, sh- hotel internet uh, and so, like, there were times where, like, my character were rubber band, um, which is where there's a bunch of lag and packet loss. And then once your computer catches up, like, all of the inputs that you put in for that character catch up. But meanwhile, anything that's happening server-side continues to happen. And so if, like, something's attacking you, it'll just continue to attack you without you reacting until all of your data gets transmitted. Anyway, if that happens and you're on an online-only game, whatever stuff happens, like, on their server-side continues to happen when you're not doing any inputs, and so your character can, like, you can have a lag spike, and you can come back, and your character can just be dead. And Blizzard will not, they will not resurrect a hardcore character ever for any circumstance. So keep that, like, think about that. If you have a shitty lag spike, and your character dies, and because your game has to be online, you cannot recover that character. So, you know, knowing all of those things, and again, I I have a, in a, a deep, love for this game but knowing all of those things and having my hardcore character die in the way that it did i don't think i will ever roll another hardcore character i'll probably participate in seasons again because seasons are fun but i I don't think i'll do another hardcore character so uh, that and that was basically all of the video gaming i did in when i was traveling right because like i didn't think i'd be playing it that much but i totally did i mean it was i got back into it to the point where i was playing it before i went to work like there aren't a lot of games that do that to me. This game does that to me sometimes. So, uh, yeah, Diablo Three, all for it. If you haven't played it, go get it. It's really good. Uh, and then just a couple of other updates. I, you know, I'm, I'm. We've had two weeks, and so I got back home, and I got to sit back down with with both Final Fantasy Four and Six, four and six again. Um, in Final Fantasy Four, I have breached the last dungeon. I'm currently working my way through the last dungeon. The that that remake of that game when it went to 3D, uh, it originally got released on on the DS and and, um, they've ported it to both the iPad and Steam. You know, I'm playing it. Like I said, I'm playing it on Steam on my big screen right now. The 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 final dungeon is really difficult. Uh, So I'm working my way through that and it's taking way longer than I remember. Like it's going to be like a three hour dungeon by the end of it, I think, which is great. Don't get me wrong. I'm enjoying it. Because it's a you know it's a game that is just it preys on my nostalgia for it because it's probably in modern game design it's probably not considered all that great of a game but uh, it's still gr- like I'm having a ton of fun with it so there's that every battle takes strategy now which is great uh, so I have to think about every time I fight uh, and then in Final Fantasy VI I made a ton of progress I'm in the world of Ruin now I have every every single character recruited except for Locke. I haven't done any of the optional stuff that doesn't recruit a character. So, like, there's an ancient... There's, like, an, uh, an ancient castle that I haven't done. Um, there's Doma Castle, where you go into Cyan's Dream, which I haven't done. You know, there's, like, all of the optional stuff that doesn't recruit a character I have not done. I'm doing that because I, I kind of wanted to just get all the characters again and then do the other optional stuff. But I plan to do, like, like literally everything. That's my plan, anyway, with the game. And, um... The iPad version controls still suck. The sprites still suck. But, you know, the, the, the gameplay all remained completely intact. It is, all, it is all the exact same as it was on the Super Nintendo. And holy crap, you know, it's been a really long time since I've played Final Fantasy VI. But, man, it's a really good game. Like, legitimately. And, even, and now we're talking about with modern game design. I would argue that it is a, still a very good game. And it's incredibly accessible. The only problem is that it is... Like, if you have not played a Final Fantasy game, um, that's fine. Because the most recent ones, it kind of in general, haven't been fantastic. But if you want to get into the series, I really think that 6 is, is probably the best starting point. It really might be um, in terms of, like, an accessibility standpoint. And it is not easy to get because I I can't recommend the iPad version because, again, that's where I'm playing it. The game has crashed multiple times. I've lost my data, like not completely lost my data, but I've lost progress because of that. The sprites look bad. The controls are bad. Like it's not a good version. I'm playing it because it is my convenient version to play, but I can't recommend it to anybody. Like I couldn't, that is not the, I can't say like start with this game because it's going to leave you with a bad taste in your mouth. The only way, really, to get it is to go get the DS release of Final Fantasy VI, because there was one. It was either... It actually might be the Final... It might be the, the Game Boy Advance release. Um, I, to be honest, I can't really remember if it was DS or Advance, but it was one of those two systems. But that was, that was the best version of the game to date. And, like, I don't think you can find it cheaply anymore, I wouldn't imagine, because... Pretty sure it's out of print, like that that particular re-release. So right now, the the only accessible version of the game I think to easily get is the iPad version. And again, like I said, it's not good. So regardless, you know, if if you haven't played a Final Fantasy game, uh, I would say start with six. If you can get it on the Game Boy Advance or the the DS. Uh, if you can't get it on one of those systems, the Final Fantasy IV version. Or I should say the iPad version of Final Fantasy IV is excellent. So I don't know why they were re- like there is such a disparity between the two games on the iPad. The fact that Final Fantasy IV it it really is excellent, and that Final Fantasy VI is just plain not good. I don't know how that happened, uh, but that's just kind of how it is. So the I can recommend the iPad version of Final Fantasy IV. Now that being said, keep in mind that game is also on Steam. So if you want to play it on a big screen TV, you might as well just buy it on Steam because that's kind of the best way to play it right now. And then other than that, you know, I haven't really done really any other gaming. Um, I'm sure Cody would have had nothing to talk about had he been on the show because that's kind of how our episodes go. Uh, he usually doesn't do anything. And so I don't think we really lost anything uh, without uh, without him being here. So, um I did just get a comment from somebody that's watching the stream. Uh, it it looks like uh, Josh Josh Whitmore had just said that it was the Game Boy Advanced version, which then that's what I thought. So it's like an older version of Final Fantasy VI. I'm talking about here. It's like an older version than uh, th- like it's it's going to be really difficult to find that version. But the the they 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 fixed like so there were a ton of bugs in the Super Nintendo version of the game. They fixed all of them in the Game Boy Advance version. There were a bunch of statistical errors, like on character statistics, um, and they fixed all of those. And then they completed a complete retranslation, and the retranslation is excellent on that Game Boy Advance version. Now they use the same translation for the the iPad version, but with all the other problems with the iPad version, it still is. I can't recommend it. So, um, anyway, I thank you for uh, if you if you watch this, I appreciate that. If you're going, if you're listening to this, I appreciate you. Uh, Following along with again my first solo episode. Uh, Next week, I think we'll probably have a more traditional episode. Um, To my knowledge, Cody's schedule is going to calm down a little bit. Uh, My schedule has definitely calmed down a little bit now. So I shouldn't be traveling for a while, hopefully, unless something changes. Uh, But we should get a kind of a regular episode of Unqualified Gamers the next time that we record. Until then, you can find us on unqualifiedgamers.com. That's where you're going to find all of the stuff related to this podcast. Um, as well as, uh, if you go to our YouTube channel, Unqualified Podcast, uh, you'll be able to find a new project that we just initiated, uh, a couple of weeks ago. It's probably been about a month now. It's called Unqualified Experts. Uh, five of us get together and we impart, uh, our knowledge on really we're experts on, on everything. And so we pick a topic and, uh, we let you know everything there is to know about that topic. Our most re- recent episode is, uh, is about ghosts. Uh, and we know everything about ghosts, so you can go, go check that out. We've also done an episode on allergies and an episode on, uh, on, uh, the great, the great American author, Charles Dickens. So you can find, um, you can find all those episodes there on Unqualified, on our YouTube channel at Unqualified Podcast. So until then, I'm Jonathan. Uh, I appreciate you for joy. I appreciate you all for joining me. Uh, thanks again and happy gaming for the, uh, the next week. We'll see you next time.